Welcome to Main Menu for the week of October 12 through October 18, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad to have you with us here on Main Menu today. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome aboard. Glad to have you and hope you'll be back and stay with us week after week here on Main Menu. We try to offer you the latest information on technology and assistive technology here on Main Menu. Try to keep you up to date and help you learn what's out there and what's new. We are going to have a number of interesting things today. Mary Emerson's going to come along first and she's going to introduce us to the latest version and release of the Hymns Braille Sense U2 QWERTY, the U2 with QWERTY keyboard and it's been totally redesigned. It made to be a whole lot sleeker and neat and Mary's going to take us through a review of that. And then David Woodridge from Vision Australia is going to come along and he's going to talk to us about the notification center in Mountain Lion and he's going to demonstrate using that and show us what all is there and how we can use it. And then he will also come back and with another review and demonstration of the rotor for voiceover in iOS 6 and show you about some of the new features that are there and how you can set those features up to do things that you want to do and set your voice and so forth the way you want it set. Don't forget that over the next few weeks we're going to be talking about Windows 8 and get an introduction to that and talk about and demonstrate some of the new features in that and we'll hear more from Mary Emerson about the latest with JAWS 14 it is now in public beta and will be soon released to the public and we have I believe also some news and review coming up on some new products from American Printing House for the Blind and a number of other things that we're going to be talking about including a new release of iBill and that's all coming up in weeks to come here on Main Menu. Right now let's get on into our coverage for today. You have a great week and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson and I'm going to be speaking today about the HIMSS Braille Sense U2 QWERTY. There is also a Braille Sense U2 with a Perkins keyboard, but I have the version with a QWERTY keyboard. The U2 is a new line of Braille note takers and they follow the design somewhat and the function somewhat of the Braille Sense Plus. And I'm going to be speaking about the appearance and dimensions and some of the technical information and also give you a tour of the device. And I've had this for a few days but I have worked with it quite a lot. First of all, what does it look like? It's a rectangular object, less than an inch thick, and I guess probably about 13, 14 inches long 
and about three quarters of that width, probably about eight or nine inches. I'll give you the exact dimensions a little later on. It's a flat device. It has four little rubber feet at the bottom. Starting from the back, close to the left edge, probably about an inch in from the left edge, we have the AC adapter connection. And then going toward the middle, there's a round circle with a button in it, and that is the reset button. To the right of that is the VGA connection, so you can plug in a monitor for people to see what's going on with the device. To the right of that is the Ethernet port. And to the right of that in the upper right-hand corner along the back edge is the SD card slot. On the right, going down from the corner down towards you, are three USB ports and these are used to plug in various devices such as thumb drives going from that corner down from right to left along the front side of the device we have the on and off switch spring-loaded you push it to the right and hold it a little for probably for about half a second and it turns on and you release it Next to that are five buttons that are used with the audio functions of the device. They are fast forward, which looks like a right arrow, play, which is a long rectangular button, or I guess you could call it oval, and then there's a button that looks like a square button with a dot in it, and that is a stop button. To the left of that is a circle, which is record. To the left of that is rewind, which is a left arrow button. And then we have two switches. The one closest to the audio function buttons controls the type of audio function you want to work with. You can either work with DAISY or with the FM radio that's built in. It actually works pretty good if you have a set of headphones plugged into it and you're listening with headphones. And then the rightmost is your general audio player functionality, and it controls what the buttons do with the audio player. As you move past that to the left, close to the left corner, there is a lock switch, and this will lock the keyboard. Rightmost, the keyboard is unlocked. In the middle, some of the keys are unlocked, and to the left, all of the keys are unlocked. And then there's an emblem near the left corner, which has the hymns insignia on it. And then going past the lower left corner up the left edge of the device, we have a jack with a dot above it, and that's the headphone jack. And above that is the microphone jack for stereo microphone. And then close up to the upper left corner but still on the left edge we have a small USB on the go port and this is what you use if you want to plug the machine into a PC and the default is that when you plug this thing into a PC you don't need to use ActiveSync or Microsoft Mobile or any of that it just acts like a storage device that's the tour of the edges now on the top we have the keyboard and there are dots above F1, F5, and F9 keys. As you go around the borders of the keyboard, not actually touching the keys, but around the edges, 
there are dots. There is a dot beside the backspace key and the enter key. And on the left side, there is a dot beside the tab key. There is a little line on the J and F keys, and this is pretty standard. That's the keyboard. It takes up most of this top surface. To the right of the bottom row of keys are the arrow keys, and up arrow is above the other three. And of course, going across below that are the left, down, and right arrows. And I'm going to be getting in key describer mode so that you will know some of what's going on with this keyboard. And then below the keyboard, there's a little plastic boundary and there is a dot right below that and that dot is near the control key on the left side. Then we have a line of cursor routing buttons. There are dots above every fifth cursor routing button. This note taker has 32 braille cells and there is a routing button above each cell. To the right and to the left of the braille display are what I call the capsule buttons and I call them capsule buttons because they look a bit like capsules that you would use for taking medication or supplements and HIMSS refers to them as the scroll buttons or the scroll keys and these control how the display moves. You can move by braille display length which is how I've got my left set of capsule buttons set or you can move in another way and I've got my right set of keys set up so that you can move by paragraph. That is essentially how this device looks. Now I'm going to turn it on and I've got the volume, both the voice volume and the general volume turned up all the way and what you'll hear is Eloquence which is the synthesizer that they have installed on this device and I'm going to turn it on right now Is Task name, word processor. Braille sets you to UWERTY user manual for 70 insert mode right. Static box. Okay, this announces where we are right now. And the word processor that comes with this device will allow you to either work in insert mode which is the default or overwrite mode. Overwrite will let you overwrite on top of what is already there. Insert does what most editors do by default. You insert what you want. Many of the functions on this device work very much like Windows. So there really isn't too much of a problem figuring out how to use it right out of the box but it does come with the 47 page braille document which gives you all of the keystrokes and everything is separated by the type of software that you might be running and then there's a general section in the front and some other general commands throughout I'm gonna turn off the voice right now voice off. because I want to mention a couple of things I'm in the part of the manual where it talks about the dimensions and all that sort of thing and the Braille device U2 QWERTY is 10 inches long, so my estimate was a little bit off. 2.1 inches wide and 0.9 inches high. 
I'm going to briefly mention what it says about the hardware specifications so you get an idea of what this is capable of. It uses Windows CE, I believe it's version 6. It has 32 gig of internal flash memory and I have moved all of the items that were on my SD card that I used with another Braille device into the flash memory. I also have a thumb drive that has a backup of all the stuff in the flash memory so if something happens with the internal memory then I can just back it up easily. You can do all of this with your PC, just plug this in and the internal memory looks like another disk drive. There are 256 meg of RAM in here which is the memory that is used to run programs. The CPU is just called a mobile CPU. The battery is a lithium-ion detachable battery and when you get the device it comes with the battery detached and all you have to do is just snap it onto the bottom. There is also a backup battery and a clock battery installed and you can't remove those. They would have to be replaced. And the battery running time they say is about 17 hours between charges. At this point I'm turning on the speech and showing you some of the key layout in key describer mode. I am going to get into the key describer mode right now which is control plus escape. And I'm going to walk you through the top row of keys and just push one after the other. Escape cancel. F1 online help. F2. That is usually for various types of menus and such. Depends on the program you're running. F3 mic again. F4 braille display on the top. F5 voice on the top. F6 increase the voice volume. F7 increase the voice rate. F8 increase the voice tone. F9 Bluetooth on the top. F10 call up the option menu. F11 wireless land on the top. And if you do a function key plus F11, that toggles the Ethernet port on and off. F12 read from cursor to end. Oh. End. Insert. Delete. Now I'm going to go through the bottom row, starting from the left. Control voice interrupt. Function. Window. I'll call up the menu. And the space bar. Space. And to the right of the space bar. I'll call up the menu. Switch the language. Control voice interrupt. You can switch the language and alt keys. The default is to have the language key right next to the space bar but I switched it so that Alt is right next to the spacebar. You can also switch the function key to have it appear to the left of the left control key, but ironically what it does is it also switches the right control key and changes that into a right function key. So you lose your right control key if it's in that particular setup. So I have kept the default, which is to keep the left control leftmost because that retains the right control key. And of course, we have the arrow keys off to the right of the bottom row of the keyboard. 
So let's get out of key describer mode, and I'm going to push control plus escape. Now I'm going to push Windows and get into this is the program menu. Everything here shows up in Braille also, and I'm just going to arrow through these. Just about everywhere in this presentation, I have removed the shortcut keys to make things move along just a bit faster. Word processor, address manager, schedule manager, email, media player, FM radio, web browser, daisy player, Bluetooth manager, database manager, extras. And what do we have in extras? Let's push enter. Sense dictionary, bookshare download, sense navigation, Google Maps, sense dice game, sense brain game. And that's the last of them. I'm going to push escape. And we're not quite done with this menu yet, so I'm going to push windows. File manager. Okay, and I'm going to arrow down to where we were. Okay, this is past the extras, and I'm going to push enter. Twitter. Google Talk. MSN Messenger. And that's the last of them. Push escape. 1.4. I'm going to get back into the menu. File Manager. Down past social networking. And here's the utilities. And I'm going to push enter. This is just a math calculator. It doesn't have metric conversions or program conversions such as converting to binary or hexadecimal or any of that. It does have some of the trigonometry functions and it's got the basic calculation functions. Display compass edit. Set time and date. Display time and date. Wake up alarm. Calendar. Pronunciation dictionary. Stopwatch. Terminal for screen reader. Set up internet. Display network status. Display power status. Backup restore personalized settings. You can save your personal settings that you make for the word processor or some other functions, and you can keep them in a separate folder on your PC or anywhere else you like, so that when this machine has to be rebooted for whatever reason and the personal settings are gone, you can just reinstall them. Menu manager. Format. Sleep timer. Upgrade Braille Sensitive Firmware. I'm going to get out of this. 1.4 memory on the Braille Sensitive Get back in one more time. File Manager. I'm going to go past the utilities. The global options. And the help. And that's the last one. So now we're going to go in the global options and I'm going to show you those. Global options. Push enter. Now, what happens with this is if you want to adjust anything in the global options, you press the space bar and it'll wrap around to toggle whatever setting you want. So I can turn the Braille display on or off, off on. And this thing is set up so that if you try to turn both the speech and the Braille off, one or the other is going to turn on. So you'll never be stuck without any kind of access. Down arrow. Braille cursor. See, always up. List item. And you can toggle that to. Blinking. List item. Blinking. Off. Off. List item. Always up. List and I have it on always up. Down arrow. Eight dot mode. E. Off. List of upgrade. G. Contracted Braille. And List you item. can have. Computer Braille. 
List item uncontracted braille. Lit contracted braille. List item. Okay, that's contracted braille, which is what I prefer. Braille code. C U S. And item. you can change the code. L E B C. List item. That's the unified English braille code. Spanish. Spanish. French. German. Italian. U.S. And I'm back to U.S. Down arrow. Message display time. M. Three seconds. You can adjust it, the number of seconds that you want to read the message and how long it stays on the Braille display. Language. L. English. List and item. I have it set for English, and you've heard the other languages that this is capable of. Voice. V. On. List item. And you can turn the voice on or off, and as you know, one of the function keys also lets you do that. Punctuation level. I have it turned off. I don't prefer to hear the punctuation when I'm reading something. Keyboard echo. K off. I have that turned off also. Capitalization alert. You say cap. List item. You can adjust the pitch or have it say cap, and I like it to say cap. It doesn't say cap when you're actually reading a book, though, so it really doesn't bother you unless you really need it. In fact, that's true with the cursor itself. You usually see the cursor only when you're working with it. If you're reading a file, you don't really see the cursor at all. It's invisible. But if you're moving by paragraph, you do see the cursor at the beginning of the paragraph that you have moved to. So it follows you, but you don't really know about it. Numbers. List item. This lets you hear full numbers. It turns on and off. And if you turn it off, you hear the individual digits of the number. This lets you hear such things as instead of the word who, it would say World Health Organization. Voice volume L10. List item. And I have the voice turned all the way up. Voice rate R6. I have it on 6, which is a fairly normal speaking voice. Voice pitch. Now this I want to show you. We have jaws in a bass voice. You don't really have jaws in a baritone voice, though. It goes from six to seven, and I'll show you. Seven. List item. And you can get it up to eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five. So there's a gap between 6 and 7 where you don't actually get a baritone voice in Jaws. But that's just how things work. This is the adjustment for a different language. You can have it speak at a different pitch for languages. And I have that up to maximum. You, you can turn it on to have it scroll as you move around on the screen. And I kind of like that because that's the way that my main screen reader works on my PC. Video display, D, off. That's List item. off. Printer board, B, USB. List item. You can use USB or Bluetooth for your printer. Print paper size, S, letter. List it toggles item. between letter and legal. Audio alerts, A, beep. List item. You can toggle these between beep, vibrate motor, vibrate motor both, both off, off. and I'll set it back to beep. It doesn't beep very often. Beep, list item, play power on, off sound, S, on, list item. You can turn this off, and most of the time I keep it off, but for the purpose of this demo, I have it on. Switch function and control, F, off. 
Now, this is the one that I mentioned where if you switch the function key to where the control key is now, it switches both the left and the right control keys so that you lose your right control key. So I've kept it off because I like to have a right control key, and I don't really use a function key that much. Switch command default. See, on. List item. The command is what they call the language key, and I have that turned on because I like to have Alt on the left and the right sides of the space bar. Left scroll buttons, L, scroll display, list item. You can switch between... Move by line, move by character, move by paragraph, move by sentence, scroll display, list item. And I have that on scroll display, and the right buttons work the same. Right scroll buttons, R, move by paragraph, I have it to move by paragraph. Skip empty lines, E, off. I like to see empty lines. I have that turned off. Control information, I, after, list item. This tells you such things as, in the speech, do you want information such as list items mentioned after or before? And in the Braille, it always puts it before. For example, this shows LI, which stands for list item, spacebar, control, information, parentheses, I, parentheses, colon, space, after. After is the setting. I is the hotkey for this item. And you can move the control information Off, before, after, or after. Item. And down arrow. I don't have anybody else using this display. Hotkey information. H. On. List item. Announce shortcut keys. S. On. List item. Power saving mode. P. Off. List item. I have this off. I tend to keep this thing on a lot, and I don't want it to go to sleep after 10 minutes. I usually have this connected to AC, so power mode doesn't really matter here. Power saving kick in. K. After 10 minutes. You can adjust it for 10 minutes. After 20 minutes. After 30 minutes. After 10 minutes. List and item. that's your adjustments. Check today's schedule. S. Off. I don't... Item. I don't use a scheduler, so it doesn't really make any difference. One mode. H off. List item. Automatic spell check. C off. List item. I don't usually use a spell checker. Default document type. Q text document. You List can item. adjust that between text and sense document. Braille document. List text document. List item. Okay. Down arrow. Automatically synchronize with time server. T on. Yes, I do want that, definitely. When I plug this thing in or use it wirelessly, I want it to synchronize. Progress indicator. Beep. Beep. List item. You can adjust the progress to make a beep as it's doing something. Message. List item. Vibrate motor. Silent. Lift beep. List item. Okay, send it back to beep. Bluetooth. Beep. Off. I have that off. I don't use Bluetooth very much. Wireless LAN. W. Off. List item. That's off. Ethernet port. L. Off. That's List off. Item. Mass storage device mode. D. On. List item. And that I prefer because if you turn it off, you have to use Active Sync or some such thing. Off. List item. On. List item. Just a toggle. And I'm going to go down one more and we should be at the end of the list here. And that's the sound that it makes when it's at the end of the list. So I'm going to push escape. Cancel saving options. Global options. Oh. And push escape again. 1.4 memory on the Braille sensor. And we're back in the document. 
Now I wanted to show you something in the word processor. It has some options you can easily adjust. In fact, this is true with all the programs. You can push the Alt key and get into a menu bar, which is very much like the menu bar that you see in Windows. File F. We have File. Layout is for printing and brailing. It defines how you want braille and print documents to look if you print them out. And we're going to File. I'm just going to show you this one because it has settings at the end of the list here. Okay, I'm going to show you settings. You can turn this on and off in the word processor. This controls how you move. If you push control plus down arrow, you will move by paragraph. You can toggle this. Line, list item, paragraph, list item. Down arrow. Read only, R, go, list item. This controls if you're reading a book and you don't want to make any inadvertent changes to the file. If you make changes, it will always ask you when you push Alt F4 if you want to save it. Yes, it's a default and you can push spacebar to toggle to no and it won't save it. Reading mode, the original list item. There are two reading modes. When you're reading an NLS Braille book, you can use the compressed option, which is the other option here. Compressed list item. And it keeps the paragraph format for the Braille book you're reading, but it makes everything in the paragraph look like one long line which is really nice because you can just read everything straight through and yet you know when there's a paragraph or a section and it works really really well otherwise what you get is original and the original function will keep the original format so that you'll see the first 32 characters of a line and then if you push the down button to move to the next display length, you'll see the next eight characters. And it just works better if you can just read the whole paragraph as an entire unit in the document. With text files and other items, though, the original function works better. Auto scroll speed, S27. I don't use auto scroll, so I'll just get past that. Automatic save interval, I don't save automatically. List item. I don't save documents automatically because I might be in something that I don't want to save. But you can toggle this. Every 10 minutes. List every 20 minutes. Every 30 minutes. Every 40 minutes. Every 50 minutes. Every hour. Don't save automatically. List item. Okay. Down arrow. Apply settings to all documents. A. Yes. List item. You can apply to all documents or... No. List item. No. Don't apply to all documents. Yes. And that's the end. So we're going to get out of this with escape. Cancel. Exit the document. I'm going to press Alt plus F4. Task name. File manager. Braille sensitive user manual. We're back in a list of files and you navigate through file manager very much as you would in Windows Explorer. When you find a folder that you want, you push enter on it, and then you arrow through the files in the folder. 
and just use up and down arrows and you can find the file that you want. I'm going to push backspace to get out of this list of files. Braille containers folder in WebHub. Backspace again to get out of this folder. Flash disk. List and we're item. back in the flash disk. You can either have flash disk network. or network. And I've never used network, so I'm going to go back up to flash disk. If I had another device in here plugged into one of the USB ports, it would announce that device. This is going to conclude my presentation of the U2 QWERTY. The keyboard has changed somewhat in the past year. The keys are about the same size as the ones on a laptop and they're a little bit scrunched together but with all the little dots around the side I think that you will find navigation quite easy. I hope you found some useful information here. Thank you for listening. It's been fun putting this together. This is Mary Emerson for Main Menu. Power off. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using VoiceOver in Mountain Lion. In this particular demonstration, I want to show you the amazing new feature of using notifications. Of course, very similar to notifications on your iOS device, such as your iPhone, iPod Touch, or iPad. But of course, this time, actually using it on your Mac. So I want to show you how to actually go in and turn and check on what you want in your notifications area. And then, of course, how to check in notifications on your Mac through the new renamed status menu. It's now called the Extras menu. So before I get started, let me say that I've got my MacBook Pro turned on. VoiceOver is running. And as usual, let me start from a known spot on my Mac by going to the desktop with Shift VOD. Of course, the VO keys or VoiceOver keys being the control and option key. So that's Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D for desktop. Desktop, Dropbox alias, selected alias. Okay, and we want to get to Notifications Center in System Preferences. So I'm going to go to my dock with VOD or Control Option D. Dock, System Preferences, elect. Okay, I'm already on there, so I'm going to do VO Spacebar, Control Option Spacebar. System Preferences, System Preferences, Window, Toolbar. Okay, VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Preference panes, scroll area. Interact with the preference pane with shift VO deno, shift control option deno. Interact with preference panes, scroll area. Okay, I'm just going to type in NO for notifications. NO. No, general, personal. Notifications button. Okay, there's notifications. VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Press notifications window, toolbar. Okay, VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Notification center shows your alerts in the upper dash right of your screen without interrupting what you're doing. Show and hide notification center by clicking its icon in the menu bar. Okay, VR right arrow, control option right arrow. Applications, table, share button, Twitter, selected. 
Okay, there's our applications table. If I keep going with VR right arrow, control option, right arrow. Show share button in notification center. Check checkbox. Okay, so by default, my last one that I was playing with was the share option for Twitter, and that's currently checked. So if I do VR right arrow, control option, right arrow. The share button allows you to post on Twitter. Okay, keep going. Sort notification center colon by time pop-up button okay you can sort it by time so i'm going to do vo spacebar control option spacebar menu two items check mark by time okay vo dinner option dinner check mark by time okay vo upper control option upper manually okay well, i can sort it manually i'm going to leave it alone so i'm just going to press the escape key closing menu by time pop-up okay, button vo right arrow control option right arrow help button help button and of course one more vo right arrow control option right arrow how that's the bottom of the window so let me jump back to the applications table that's where you can check or uncheck things to be in your notifications area so I'm going to do shift via command T or shift control option command T for that table applications table okay I'm going to interact with shift VO down or shift control option down interact with applications table row 2 of 11 selected share button Twitter share button row 2 of 11 selected sell three items if I do VO upper control from upper in notification center. Okay, that's the heading in notifications center. So VO down control option down share button Twitter. Okay, that's already on. So VO down control option down mail badges sounds banners. Okay, that's my mail notifications. VO down control option down messages badges sounds banners. Messages, of course, to send messages to all your other iOS devices, including other Macs, using the same Apple ID. VO down, control option down. Reminders, badges, sounds, alerts. That's reminders, of course, the new application now available on the Mac for reminders. VO down, control option down. Safari, badges, sounds, banners. Safari, control option down, VO down again. Twitter, badges, sounds, alerts. Okay, Twitter itself, of course. Not in Notification Center. Okay, this is new heading, not in Notification Center. So, VO down, control option down arrow. Calendar, badges, sounds, okay, alerts. So I don't currently have my calendar in Notifications, which I do. So, I'm actually going to uninteract with that with Shift, VO, up arrow, Shift, control option, up arrow. Stop interacting with Applications, Table, Calendar, Badges, Sounds, Alerts, Selected. Okay, so, VO, right arrow, control option, right arrow. Calendar, alert, style, colon. None radio and button. I'm just doing VR right arrow control right at the moment. Okay, so can do alert style. Banners radio button. And two of three. Banners alerts radio button. Three of three. Okay, banners select banners. VR spacebar control from spacebar. Press banners radio button. Alerts radio button. Banners appear in the upper right corner and go away automatically. Alerts stay on screen until dismissed. Image show in notification center colon. Uncheck checkbox. Okay, show notification center unchecked. I'm going to put it in notification center. So VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Check show in notification center colon checkbox. Okay, VO writer, control option writer. Five recent items, pop up button. Five recent items, and you can change how many items are displayed. So VO writer, control option writer. Badge app icon, check checkbox. Badge app icon, I'll just leave that checked. Play sound when receiving notifications. Check checkbox. Play sound when receiving notifications. I'll leave that on. Sort notification center colon. Sort notification center again. By time. Pop By up time. Button. Help button. Help. And of course one more. Help right button. at the end. So let me go back to that table with shift via command T or shift control option command T. Applications table. 
Okay, interact with shift VO demo, shift control option demo. Interact with applications table, row 8 of 11, selected. Calendar, badges, sounds, banners, calendar, row 8 of 11. Okay, so VO demo, control option demo. Not in notification center. Okay, so of course, calendar got added to the notifications what's in the notification center. So now we're back to not in the notification center. So VO demo, control option demo. FaceTime, badges, sounds, banners. FaceTime, I don't have that in Notification Center because I don't actually use it at the moment. So down again. Game Center, badges, sounds, Game banners. Center, that's a new option again in Mountain Lion. Down again. Game Center. And we're at the bottom of that table. So basically, you would do VO up and down through this table. Go to the particular item you want to actually check or uncheck in Notification Center and make the appropriate changes for each one of those. I'm just going to do Command-Q to close down the whole system preferences for the moment. So Command-Q. Finder, Desktop, Dropbox Alias, Selected Alias. Come back to my desktop. And now let's get to the important bit. Let's go to the Notifications Center and see what's happening in there. So of course to get to that now, it's Notifications Center is in the menu bar. So I'm going to do VOM or Control Option M twice. Menu Extras. Accessibility menu extra. Menu extras. Accessibility menu extra. Okay, and accessibility is in my extras menu because I've got that turned on in accessibility preferences to have that on my extras menu so I can tell what accessibility features I'm on. So VR Rider, Construction Rider, over to Notification Center. Time Machine, Menu Extra, Bluetooth, Menu Hack, We Dash Fee, 4 of 4 bars, System Sound Volume, Battery Colon, Monday 12 Call, Apple, User, Spotlight, Menu, Notification Center, Menu Extra. Okay, there's the Notification Center. So VA Spacebar, Construction Spacebar. Notification Center, Window. Okay, VR Rider, Construction Rider. Close Button, Notifications Table. Okay, there's our notifications table. So I'm going to interact with that table with Shift VO down or Shift Control Option down Interact with notifications table, row 2 of 2. Click to tweet button, share widget, row 2 of 2. Okay, that's click to tweet. Now if I just did VO upper or Control Option upper Show alerts and banners, show alerts and banners, check checkbox. Okay, that's this checkbox to show alerts and banners. So down again with VO down or Control Option down Click to tweet button. Click to tweet. And I might actually just send a tweet here right now. So I'm going to do VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Application, share dash Twitter, system dialog, edit text. Okay, I'm going to type in J T space just D space doing M space my I F eight space fifth fifth. P-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-E-R-
tweet. Didn't say it said the tweet. Row two of five. Selected button cell. Okay. So I'm back in the table again. So I do VO down control option general. Mail clear button. Okay, that's mail, and I've got the clear button to clear my mail notifications. If I do VO demo. Kevin, 42 minutes. Okay, so if I do VO demo option demo. Twitter, 10 colon, 21 AM. David Woodbridge, you have new followers on Twitter. Okay, and so on. So I'm going to clear my mail notifications. I'm going to do VO upper control option upper. Kevin, mail, clear button. Okay, I'll do VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Click to tweet button, share widget, row two of two button cell, no row selected. Okay, so if I come out of that table with shift VO upper, I'll shift control option upper. Stop interacting with notifications table, click to tweet button. I'll do VO right arrow control option right arrow. Notifications enter preferences button. There's your notifications preferences as well, so that will take you into that panel that we got to via system preferences through the dock. Now, if I close the notifications window, if I do VO left arrow, control option left arrow. Notification, close button. Okay, VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Prep, menu extras, notification center, menu extra. Okay, so we're back in the extras menu. If I did VO left arrow, control option left arrow. Spotlight, menu, menu, okay. Apple, user, menu extra. Okay, and as you could just tell then, I just went over spotlight because spotlight's now in the extras menu now. You can no longer use VOM three times to get to the spotlight edit field anymore. Okay, I'm just going to jump back to my desktop with Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D. Desktop, Dropbox alias, selected alias. And we're back Dropbox to the desktop. Alias, selected alias. So I find tweeting very cool from my Mac now. I can do tweets. I can check what tweets I've got coming in through my mentions, direct tweets, etc. And of course, as I just showed, then I could check that I've got a message, a new message in mail. And when people send me messages from their iOS devices, etc., I can check those as well, so on and so on. So notifications on your Mac is a very nice feature now with Mountain Lion. I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. 
If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http colon slash slash mainmenu.acbradio.org slash rss.php. You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying Main Menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including Main Menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB radio friends list by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Australia, blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this iOS 6 demonstration using VoiceOver. And I thought in this demonstration it was a good time to revisit the rotor in VoiceOver, of course, which is the two finger rotate, just to remind you what sort of things you can turn on, if you like, in your VoiceOver rotor. So before I get into that, let me say that my iPhone 4S in my case is turned on. VoiceOver is running and I'm currently sitting at my home screen. Now by default, if you were to use your router just sitting at the home screen, these are the types of things that you would get in your default router setting. So if I do a two-finger rotate. Characters. Characters. Words. Words. Headings. Headings. Characters. And back to characters. Okay, so characters, words, and headings. And of course, headings is useful, for example, if you wanted to flick down through, say, the accessibility settings in the accessibility panel in settings. But there are quite a few other features that you can turn on that make accessing those features a lot easier than having to go through settings, general, accessibility, voiceover, and then activating them that way. So let me find my settings icon on my home screen. And of course with voiceover we all know that it's a one finger flick left or right to move item by item. Or we can drag our finger around the screen and once we've found the item we want, we just do a one finger double tap to activate. So I'm going to find my settings icon now iTunes App Store settings. Click to the right. There's settings. One finger double tap, and as you can hear, I've got my hints currently turned off in VoiceOver. Settings. Okay, now I want to get to general, so I'm going to touch towards the bottom of the screen. General button. One finger double tap. General settings back button. I'm going to touch towards the bottom of the screen. Spotlight search button. Okay, and I'm going to do a three finger flick up to scroll the screen down. Rows 8 to 16 of 16. Touch towards the bottom of the screen again. Accessibility button. My accessibility. One finger double tap. 
Accessibility. General. Back yeah, button. I'm going to do one finger flick to the right now to get to voiceover. Accessibility. Heading. Vision. Heading. There's the heading. And I could have used the rotor to do that if I had to use the rotor in one finger flick up or down. Voiceover. On. Okay, button. Finger double tap to go into voiceover. Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button. Touch towards the third at the bottom of the screen. Speak hints. Off. Okay, I'm going to keep flicking to the right now. Speaking rate, speaking rate, typing feed, use phonetic, use picture, use compact braille, rotor, button. Okay, one finger double tap. Rotor, voiceover, back button. Okay, now these are the things that we can turn on to use with our default rotor in voiceover. So one finger flick to the right. Rotor, heading, selected, characters. Okay, so of course characters are always selected. Reorder characters, button, and of course draggable. we can reorder it and drag it around so it's in a certain order in the rotor, but I won't do that at the moment. Selected, words. Words are selected. Reorder words. Okay, words are already selected. And for the rest of this, going through this list, I'm just going to be doing a one finger flick to the right to go to each one. Selected, lines. Okay, lines is already selected. Now that doesn't come up in the default rotor, so some of these will activate when there's a web page, for example, on the screen. So we'll just keep moving through these. Reorder lines, speech rate. Okay, speech rate. Now that's not currently selected. I'd like that on my default rotor, so one finger double tap. Selected, speech rate. Okay, one finger flip to the right again. Reorder speech rate, volume. And I'd like my voiceover volume on the rotor as well, one finger double tap. Selected, volume. One finger flick to the right again. Reorder volume. Punctuation. Okay, punctuation is actually a new one in iOS 6, so I want to use that one as well. One finger double tap. Selected. Punctuation. Keep moving through. One finger Reorder flick. punctuation. Hints. And I want to be able to turn hints on or off when I feel like it through the rotor, so one finger double tap. Selected. Hints. One finger flick to the right to keep moving through. Reorder hints. Selected. Headings. Reorder headings. Selected. Links. Reorder links. Selected. Form control. Reorder tables. Reorder lists. Reorder landmarks. Reorder visited links. Reorder non-visited link. Reorder buttons. Reorder text field. Reorder search fields. Reorder images. Reorder static text. Reorder in-page links. Reorder zoom. Reorder same item. Reorder vertical navigation. Reorder... And that's it by the bottom of the list. Okay, now that's all the stuff to do with the specific rotor settings. Now there's one more thing that I want to add onto my rotor, and that's, of course, languages. So let me do a two-finger scrub to go back to the previous screen. Voiceover. Accessibility. Okay, back button. Towards the bottom of the screen again. Language rotor. Button. Oh, and I landed it straight on languages. So one finger double tap. Language rotor. Voiceover. Back button. Okay, and of course, what I'm now going to do is select some of the different types of voices I'd also like to access via my rotor settings rather than coming in here all the time to select a language. So again, one finger flick to the right. Language rotor, heading. Français Canadien. And what I'm going to do now is like the rotor screen, I'm going to do one finger flick to the right and one finger double tap on the language in this case I want to use under the language item that will come up in my rotor. So I'm going to do that now, one finger flick to the right, and we'll keep going until I get to the one that I want to turn on. Reorder. Netherlands. Reorder. U.S. English. Okay, I'll do that one, U.S. English, one finger double Selected. tap. Selected. U.S. English. Okay, keep going with one finger flick to the right. Reorder. British English. Okay, one finger double tap British English. Selected. British English. Okay. Reorder. Australian English. Now, I don't need to select Australian English because my default language is already Australian, so I'm not going to choose that one at the moment. Reorder. Australian. Portuguese. Brazil. Reorder. Espanol. Mexico. Reorder. Portuguese. Reorder. Noshkipu. Reorder. Bahasa Malayu. Reorder. Cheshkina. Reorder. Text. Reorder. Netherlands. Reorder. Suomi. Reorder. Français. Reorder. Deutsch. Reorder. Epsilon Lam. Reorder. Hindi. Reorder. Magyar. Reorder. Bahasa Indonesia. Reorder. Italiano. 
Reorder. Nihongo. Reorder. Hangugo. Reorder. Polski. Reorder. Romuna. Reorder. Polski. Reorder. Slovenchina. Reorder. Espanol. Reorder. Svenska. Reorder. Pasa Thai. Reorder. Turkey. Reorder. An Arabia. Reorder. Tongman. Reorder. Tongwen. Tongu. Reorder. Tongwen. Reorder. Irish English. Okay, Irish English, one finger double tap. Selected. Irish English. Reorder. South African English. One finger double tap. Selected. South African English. Reorder. And the bottom of the screen. Okay, so I've basically added items to my writer with the writer panel in the voiceover settings. And I've turned on the voices that I want to use in the language writer, if you like. Okay, so let me return to my home screen by pressing the home button. Settings. Okay, let me do a two finger rotate on the writer. Words. Okay, there's words. And just to be accurate, let's do a two-finger counterclockwise. Characters. There's my characters. So I'm going to keep going clockwise, two-finger rotate. Words. Speech rate. Okay, there's speech rate. And of course, if I did a one-finger flick up. 25%, 30%, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75%, 80%. Okay, so we're speeding it up. 75, 70, 65, 60, 55, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30%, 25%. Okay, two-finger rotate clockwise. Volume. It's volume one finger flick down. 75, 70, 60, 50, 50, 40, 30, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, down. Hints enabled. Enabled. One finger flick up. Hints disabled. Hints disabled. Two finger rotate. Headings. Headings. That was already there before. Language. There's language. Now that's coming up because I've chosen multiple voices in my language panel in the voiceover setting. So if I do a one finger flick down. U.S. English. British English. Irish English. South African English. Default language, Australian English. Okay, there's my default language, Australian English. So, for example, I wanted to use British now on my iPhone. U.S. English. British English. Okay, let me do a two-finger flick up. Messages. Nine new items. Calendar. Monday, the 17th of set. Okay, and so on. So I'm now reading. Photos. Calendar. Monday, in. the 17th. British English. Absolutely fantastic. I actually love the fact that you can quickly change your settings using the writer when you've got those features turned on. So I'm going to go back to my default language. So one finger flick up. U.S. English. Default language. Australian English. Okay, I'll just go back to it for another one finger flick up to my default language. So if I do a two finger swipe up again. Messages. Nine new items. Calendar. Monday, the 17th of... Okay, I'm back to my Australian English. So that concludes this demonstration of the revisit of the writer and turning the options on. Hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.